Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 31 in the book of 2 Corinthians. We are doing episode 31, which is going to be chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. Now, that is a famous verse. I'm going to read it right off the bat after I tell you the title. Today is, Oh, for the love of God. So listen to pursuing the heart of God within this passage. It has to do with money, has to do with giving, has to do with God's generosity at its foundation. All right, here it is. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Verse 7. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. So I'm going to start with verse 7 here today. And it, it the, the curious word uh, to get started one is it says that each one must give. And it's not giving, he's going to talk about this in a second, that is reluctant deciding. That is, if you don't, if you give reluctantly, it means that you don't understand the foundational principle, which is this bountiful and generosity of God himself. And then it, the other thing he says is don't do it under compulsion. So when you talk about must giving, it's not a compulsive giving. That is, how does that demonstrate uh, a heart that's correct if you're doing it down the barrel of a gun? And how would that demonstrate the generosity of God? It means if you're giving reluctantly or under compulsion, it means you're not understanding the generosity of God. Okay. But it is a characteristic of God that God is generous and he's already uh, acted and he's already been generous. Uh, generous and this is our response. So he, Paul has talked to the Corinthians already. He says, look, I want you to be ready uh, I, and you are ready, and you have been ready, and you have been willing, and now I want you to make it real. I want you to, the the test is, the, the proof is in the pudding here. I want you to demonstrate and declare that you understand this concept. All right, so what's the concept? The concept is uh, purposing in your head and purposing in your heart. It says, verse 7, each one must give as he has decided. And where do you decide? You decide in your head a little bit, but here he says, you decide in your heart. I love this because it's a decision of the will, of the intellect, if you will, but it's also of the emotion, the seat, the soul, the, the, the true essence of us. So each one must give as you have decided where? In your heart. So this, the big point today is using the decisions and the volition and the movement of my heart, as demonstrated in generosity, to get to what? For God loves a cheerful giver. It's getting to the heart of God. This passage tells you, ladies and gentlemen, what God loves. Now, some people say, I've heard, that you can't please God. Well, it's almost like people who say that don't read the Bible. This seems to be very clear to me without argument that if you demonstrate generosity and the understanding of generosity where in your heart, 
you will pursue the heart of God. It says God loves a cheerful giver. God loves you doing this area right. Now, in the in the Corinthian, he, he's already talked about their zipper and their pride and their eyes and their hands. And now we're going to talk about their, their uh, wallet. <clears throat> and I think it says here that you can thrill God with your decisions and actions that you make in general and in other topics. But today, it's about the heart of God and your heart. And what kind of love are we talking about here? So this is the agape love. And this is used of a godly love. That is how God loves Christ. It's this cherishing, highest level of, of, uh, of love. So why might I consider changing my giving practices? Let's talk about practicality. The answer is, for the love of God. Now, I've heard this as a curse before, this line, oh, for the love of God. But I want us to say it today as, why might I change my checkbook activity? Oh, it's for the love of God, that God can be pleased and you can do it specifically. This is not a box checking activity for the approval of God. This is a perhaps a relationally enhancing activity. It's an intimacy pursuing. It's the a way, uh, a mechanism really of going deep with God by, by considering the way I give. He uses an, uh, a principle from uh, farming, sowing sparingly means reaping sparingly, sowing bountifully means reaping bountifully. That is we have a decision, an action, a task, but it's not of the head, really. It's of my heart, and it's for the heart of God. So I decide in my heart to pursue, if you will, the heart of God. So that's how you get to the must giving, is that it's the key, it's a key to the to this relationship. So the key to God's heart is the decisions I make in my heart. It's the highway to the heart of God, the love of God. All right, so in conclusion, this is all based on the generosity of God. Let's not forget that. And this is our response to this. This is not some sort of a, uh, I'm going to do this for God and he's going to give, give give me something. He's already done his part. And, the, and our demonstration of it, our, our testing it in our checkbooks is the evidence that we understand it, that we actually get the actual generosity of God. So we must give, but not under compulsion, not reluctantly, not of you know some reluctant will. It's 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 an open heart of mine that seeks to get to the open heart of God. So I want to change our understanding of the phrase, oh, for the love of God. So why would I give? Why would I be more generous? It's for the love of God. It's a way to tap into God's heart by deciding in my heart. So in conclusion today, we are using my heart, my heart for giving, as a pursuit, as a passion for the pleasure, that is, for the heart of God. Oh, for the love of God. Thanks for listening.